The Shady Pines Limited series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recapped the Gold Girls season yeah. one. This episode, we're recapping season one, episode 15, titled In a Bed of Roses. First, from the podcast Catching Up, please say, There's Joe's shirt to Mike Lawson. Hello, Michael Lawson. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> Hi, Joey. Hi, Joey's. Yeah, and from, let's bring him in from the podcast Cocktails and Creamus, which is coming back soon. Boohecker even got like a, a mixer and everything. Please say, yeah. there's Joe's arm to Joey Boohecker. Hello, Joey Boohecker. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. I, I made uh, 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 fresh flour tortillas, and I tried them t- this morning. How do you do that? Okay, what? can I ask yeah. two questions? Sure. Do you normally make your own tortillas? Mm-mm. Okay, no. um, so how would you make? I, I corn tortillas seem like it would be easier to do. How do you make flour tortillas? It's actually even easier than corn tortillas. Okay, can you describe tort- it to me? Yeah, because corn tortillas, there's different levels, right? There's the one you buy in the store, shit. Okay, then I don't know how available it is in New York because there's the dry, like, m- like basically is flour specifically for con- corn tortillas called maseca, and those are definitely a level above store bought. Now, the true okay. original ones, either you get them at a tortilla factory or a Mexican supermarket, or you grind the corn yourself. It's like there's okay. a dough made for tortillas. Those are the best, okay? Flour tortillas, and I'll send you the recipe. It's very simple. It's literally just flour, shortening, salt, and water. That's it. That's it. That's it. What is your shortening? Crisco. Now the real how, Mexicans use lard, but I don't have any lard on. Well, I do. how do you get? I never even knew that. And how do you get them so fat, flat? Oh, that one. Okay, I just learned that today. Is first you roll them out as thin as you can, and then you take an upside down bowl, you put some parchment paper over it, and then you stretch it over the bowl to get it to the the thinness you want. Feels like a lot of work. Eh, you're really making. How's the flavor? <clears throat> I just had it right now. It's amazing. I had heard it was mean. Like how I'm all, how much different could it be from store bought? So much better. I want. Well, maybe I should send the recipe. Maybe I should try. I mean, I'm a northeastern. I'm a I'm a complete northeastern. Mm-hmm. So to me, this sounds like an amazing thing to try. Yeah, I'll send you the recipe. It's not hard at all. Um, so anyway, uh, I have a funny story relating to this episode. Uh, okay. My mic is always lower by choice. I'm sorry. Um, okay. People are always everyone. Should, people are saying like Joe sounds lower. When when you guys hear it later, I've levelated the. Whole it's levelated, yeah. And so everyone sounds the same, but I keep my mic lower on purpose because it doesn't pick up, you know, Betty and Joe fighting in the background or like my or the mom. fact that my heater just turned on. <laughs> Michael, Bu- my mom going like Alexa, play Michael Buble. Oh no, she did the other day. Peebo Bryson. So. I don't even know who that is. I the only reason I know is because he had two songs that I know. He sang the the pop version of Beauty and the Beast and the pop version uh-huh. of A Whole New World. Can, can you see? <laughs> Alexa, turn on Michael Bublé. No, Michael Bublé. Like <laughs> this is all, all Joe's doing the thing. For, for no, I don't like that song. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And also. <laughs> When Ale- okay, so I made a playlist for her because I was so sick of hearing the same six fucking songs over and over and over and over again, right? So I made a playlist of all of Michael Bublé's ever song he ever made, and also I said, all you have to say, do is play, you know, play the Michael Bublé playlist, right? Uh-huh. She doesn't, she wants to hear those same six, it's the same, like, six songs over and over again. Oh, wait, listen, How wait, 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 listen, wait, wait, listen. I, we can't hear it. We can't hear it. You have a good. You have a good equalizer. He's opening the door. Oh, 
Can you hear can that? barely hear it. Uh, barely, okay, barely. Okay, I'm put the gain up. No, that that's for <laughs> me though. It, Alexa heard me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> put the game back down. Hold on. It's a fancy railing. Up. Fancy railing you guys got there. Is that the black metal one? Yeah. Um. I bought my parents a Google Home for Christmas a couple years ago. How'd that work? Do they use it or is it dusty? No, my mom like is afraid that somebody's eavesdropping on her. Oh, right. I forgot so that about her. She has it in like a separate room. So they have to like go to the, it basically they have a bedroom that they use as a pantry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have shelves in it and stuff and they yeah. keep it in there just because there's nobody in there like having private conversations about, I don't know. Did you pay the electric bill? <laughs> oh, my parents don't give a shit. <laughs> Mine do. Mine are really worried about it. It's funny to me because it, it's that your two parents are the polar opposite. And this is just my perspective on stories that you all shared. So, like, you know, Betty's in a bunker mm-hmm. sending a donation to the Democrats to try and save them and pull them out of this. Where Then there's your mom who's like, I feel like she's one of those people who's like, open back up our city, honk, honk. Help Mr. Help Trump out. I feel like both of our sets of parents are just crazy. They're just taking different drugs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, right? 100%. Like, my parents are equally crazy, but they are the conspiracy is, you know, let me put it this way. That's why I'm not, that's why we didn't go buy flour tortillas. They're flour, they're afraid to go to the store. They, the parents, I, they, I get that. They're terrified. They're terrified. I'd rather have them terrified than not terrified, though, to be honest with you. Let me ask I you, wish- have, have you lost anybody? Like, do they know anybody who's died? No. Well, could you imagine if they did? Oh, oh it would get worse. It would be awful. If they did, you would literally have to, like, plastic the windows, seal me in. Boy in a bubble. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking, so of, by, speaking of, by the way, this is the funny... Well, let me read this, the, the, the summary first, and then I'll tell you the funny right, story right. with this. Yeah. Uh, Rose sneaks a man named Al Beatty into her bedroom and sleeps with him. She learns the next morning that he's died in her own bed. After searching for his family, she learns he was a married man. Rose visits his wife and breaks the news to her, but it is the wife who ends up comforting Rose. Afterward, Rose is convinced she kills men, but after a visit from Al's widow confirming Al's heart disease and a date with Arnie... Rose realizes it was all a fluke. Um, <clears throat> so I have a friend whose father, like, um, like literally seven years ago, packed up his family and moved to Maine to basically be with his father for his last days because he had Parkinson's. The father just died seven years. It's been seven years. Father just died. Like two weeks ago, right? Second okay. family? <laughs> no. So... Um, <clears throat> My friend calls me. Was it in Rose's bed? It was in Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's people I know who have found out about second families afterwards. Oh. This this 23 and me right now yeah. is fucking up some people's lives. You know what's so funny is uh there was a it's not my uncle, but my cousin my gay cousin Richard's uncle uh died. Uh not uncle, but great uncle died. And at the funeral this is like this is like five years ago. The funeral, somebody came up to his kids and handed her them a note and said, uh, talk to me you know, tomorrow or something. And then he could have waited a couple of days. Is a <laughs> I know, at the funeral. And he said, uh, you have a, your dad had a whole other family. The mom, the wife, the mom knew, but the mom was already dead. He had a whole other family. The story's really sad. Um, Can you imagine, like, when the preach, the, before the woman said anything, the preacher is like, and, and we want to thank, you know, he was a father of three. Uh-uh, five. Five. <laughs> father of five. <laughs> but one, two, three. Five. <laughs> yeah, so um, the one, one of the kids was the same age as the girls and went to high school with them and knew. Oh, oh. And she had to, you know, the one of the painful things for her, they found out later, was that she had to, at the graduation, watch her they father. They dated. Yeah. <laughs> watch her father with his real family or his original family. Oh, so it was like an Ava Perone type of thing. They knew that he had another family. Well, the daughters didn't. The kids didn't. What's funny is my grandparents knew it. When I told them, they were like, oh, yeah, everybody knew. Uh Uh-huh. 
In fact, my father, my, my grandfather told me a crazy story. Were they Mexican? Yes. My grandfather told me a crazier story. So, But see, I find that's more common. I'm sorry. One more time. I no. find that's more common with Latin. In the past, it was more common with, with Latin families. Well, um, look. The, the whore Madonna syndrome. Well, no. I think because of the Mexico-America thing. Because actually, my grandfather, the one we talk about right now, isn't really my grandfather. It's my basically. <gasps> no, hold on. He's my step-grandfather. Um, but I didn't find that out until the teenager. What happened was when my grand, my dad, my blood grandfather, my grandma was married to him. They come here. No, no, no. They, my grandma was born here. She marries this Mexican guy, has my dad, finds out he has a whole other family in Mexico uh. and fucking kicks his ass to the curb. Okay. And like he, she married my grandfather when I was, he and my dad was like one or something like that. But, um, but that's why my dad has my my grandma's because she found out while she was pregnant. Um, uh, she, she he has my de- my grandma's maiden name. So Batanz is my grandmother's maiden name. Hmm. So anyway, um, my real gran- quick through through twenty three and me, I found out that I have Lawson's on my mother's side, and Lawson is my dad's last name. I haven't been able to connect them. <laughs> Wait, but, but they're related. Well, no, it's the same last name. Through oh, okay, okay, me, but there's it's like, not like you found like the your, your gene, your tree circled back. I haven't been able to connect them, but that's interesting mm. to me. Um, yeah, but anyway, so I'll tell the grandfather story. The other here's a funny story. So my friend's dad dies, right? That's not funny. Yeah, he calls, <laughs> he calls me, and he's like in a really, really, really dark depressed because his not you know when he, when he when he moved there seven years ago his original plan is my father's dying and we're going to help set my mom up to be a widow and to run the house and all that the mom one day gets brain cancer and is dead in a month that's, that's like a year ago and then the dad dies now now it's all just hitting him super super depressed so my friends and i organize a zoom meeting because he's he's all alone in this, with his family in maine we organize a big zoom thing for last weekend <clears throat> And uh, to cheer him up, right? And it's going really well. We're not talking about death. We're not doing anything. We're just talking about this. And they were. We used to all watch bad movies together. Like that was our thing and make fun of bad movies. So he even says, "Do you think we could watch bad movies?" Well, because of the podcasting stuff and all this, I have the capabilities of, of streaming that so everybody can watch it. And they, they don't. They're like, really? And I go, "Yeah." Let me show you. And I pull up Hulu. And I go, "Let me just go to the next episode of Golden Girls." And we start watching the Golden Girls. This all, episode. This episode. We're laughing and 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 because it, it was just a test, but we even the, the episode opens and like, oh look at the living room and and everyone's laughing. I'm all, isn't it funny? We're just I'm watching the Golden Girls and I'm watching on my screen. I'm like, <laughs> and everyone's laughing and then I start to realize no one's laughing anymore because we get to the uh... scene. We get to the scene when like Sophia's talking about how dead he is and who's going to go see the dead body and stuff like that. And I go, uh... so I look at the screen and everybody's just blankly staring at the screen and my friend Michael is like literally like it's uh, no one can see this I'm sorry who's listening but like it's literally like <laughs> like looking away from the yes, screen right. yes. yeah, yeah. and I was like <clears throat> and I literally was like because uh, you know he's Greek so I was like Michael look at this Mediterranean cookbook I bought look at this isn't this cool like, like look over here and so uh, that seemed to work but <clears throat> have you read the synopsis yet yeah, because this segues into something kind of like my basic opinion of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the not enough attention is paid to the dead guy in the other room. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I feel the same. Way. You're when... sitting here laughing at it, yeah. not realizing this is even about a dead guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? <clears throat> because they just don't give it enough attention. Well, no, I feel like Dorothy and Blanche are strangely humorous. Uh, humored by this, like Blanche is making wisecracks. <laughs> oh, honey, I've been with a bunch of dead men. Meanwhile, there's a dead man <laughs> in the other room. Well, keep in yeah. mind though, the, the wisecracks <laughs> come. The wisecracks come after they really realize he's dead. But he's dead in the other room, like right. But I think, I think, like when Sophia comes in and says <laughs> the guy's dead, like you can't trust Sophia. So if, sure. you, if you gave Sophia a handful of magic beans, I mean, the cow down to market, she'll come back with a handful of magic beans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, that uh, part I get. But then, okay, I know Lawson hates this part. But then, if you think of the logic of it, 
Why would they get... They're making wisecracks about an actual dead man in the other room, okay? Yeah. And then the end of the episode, Rose pulled a gag on them, like, how dare you? We're out of here. Yeah, but don't you think they... I was always waiting for them at the end to pop back and say, gotcha, Mm -hmm. because, you know, when she says, Rose, I was all set to come to your hanging... Is not an is more like a ha ha response than that was a horrible thing to do to a friend. Do you know what I mean? I think it's they just needed to get them out of the room so that Rose could deliver the line. I thought it was funny, you know. Right, but Rose, um, Dorothy, in no other situation would ever say. I know it was all set to come to your hanging. Look, here's the thing. Blanche, the, the show is wildly inconsistent because we've seen several episodes where Blanche says, "I would never sleep with a married man." And then um, there's a, there's, she makes a wisecrack when they find out he's married, and Blanche makes a wisecrack about, like, well, that never stopped me before, or something like that. No, she said, why don't they just tell us they're married? We'd sleep with them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what she says. And you're like, wait, you've just said Right, I, that popped to me, too. I think it maybe some of those kind of smaller inconsistencies have to do with who wrote it. Yes. That's my guess. Yeah. Like c- completely. I think I don't Blanche think the Bible would, existed yet. Or, or this it. just detail wasn't in the Bible, right? Yeah. Well, also, once again, it probably comes up in the writer's room. And they're like, it's a funny joke. Like, who's right. going to be? Who's going to know? There's not syndications, not what it used to be there. At the time that this came out, we were still really in the world of four major networks. Yeah. Well, look, and also, go ahead. One of Blanche's characteristics is she is slutty. Maybe another is she's inconsistent about her stories. You know, look, oh yeah, and keep in mind that it's must see TV. Mm -hmm. It it was what it was at the time, and you weren't. If a rerun happened, it was going to be over the summer. Look, here's the thing. Months, months, months later. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. I'm going to say two things. One, especially because it's RuPaul's Drag Race, I. I'm consistently getting emails that say, Joe, in episode, in season nine, episode four, you said oh, this. Yeah. But then you said that. And I'm like, I don't know what I say. I say so many, I do so many podcasts. You know what I, yeah. what I say? So imagine now, would we be thinking, oh, in 2055, a bunch of gay guys are going to take these podcasts and analyze <laughs> everything we said word for word to death. Prob- probably, yes. <laughs> Can I just say real quick, I was watching the other night um, RuPaul's Drag Race, and then this RuPaul celebrity thing came on, oh, and I, I literally threw it on pause, and I said, who are these people? If I, they're celebrities, why don't they just, literally, if they're celebrities, what they should have done was like, from the RuPaul's podcast, Throwing Shade, let's bring on Taylor the Latte Boy, yeah. Joe Vitanz, yeah. and... Who Donna Sugars? Yeah, like literally, like the, their celebrity was equal to that. Yeah, uh, I, I oh, I, have they announced who the celebrities are? They were they, they had the episode. first episode. Oh, it's out already. Yeah. Oh, who are they? Nico Tortorella. That's exactly that question you will be asking yourself afterwards. I will tell you right now: it's Nico Tortorella, Jermaine Fowler, and Jordan something. Damn, I don't know any of them. <laughs> one of them's a comic, a black comic. One of them is on in. Riverdale, which was okay. And the other one is, I don't know what the other one does, but he's bisexual. I'm not he, they, which I hate. They, he's bisexual. Uh, and Guys, guys and, wait, hold on for a second, Boohecker. He was joking. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Okay. No, he wasn't. If Boo he- okay. Boohecker, what's your email? There's Boohecker's contact information at the end of the episode. Do not write to me. Right to, I've been dealing with emails right now. This and this Lori Rockingham on the first response the other day, she went on <laughs> there and she said, All every single not the mainstream religions, not every single religion that ever has existed or exists or will exist is homophobic and uh racist by nature. Every single religion, and I, if you're thinking, Joe, you're exaggerating. No, I actually literally asked that question. Yes, the Wiccans that are were run by uh, women. I were. brought up Unitarian Universalists, who are the closest to, like, you can be an atheist and be a Unitarian Universalist. They're very like everybody's Unitarian wonderful. is like summer camp. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up Catholic, so yeah. Look, if you say Catholics, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. 
Okay, throw in pedophile too, <laughs> right? If you say uh, mainline, you know, Christian, I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Islam, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. Judaism, you know, I actually find Judaism not, but it depends on the. They didn't of, start out that way. None of them started out that it way. It depends it's on just, the sect of Judaism, but like, yeah, sure. No, yeah. no purebred Judaism. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh very. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's anti everything. Yeah, <laughs> but at least they're consistent. You know, I will say that. You know, like I, I always get mad. The Christians are like, I hate homosexuality, but then I'm like, what about the part where you're wearing two different kinds of. Uh, Clo- cloths or whatever, fabric. Please, don't get me started. <laughs> no, I want to get you started. Go ahead, Joey. No. Anyway, that one... That guy who is bisexual, who, who I thought was... Or that they, who was them... It, I don't like the, it. Sounds wrong. Um, that individual... It is. It is? It is wrong or it is? If he said they, then I would say that's his pronoun, yeah. That's their yeah, pronoun. Yeah, it's just not grammatically correct. Anyway, uh, not important. Sure. Yeah, the, language evolves. The individual – no, it doesn't. The individual um, who I'm speaking of is actually married to a, 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 a – oh, God. See, I'm not, I'm not navigating this minefield. Here, he's here, married to you. a woman, but he's bisexual. He's not, he doesn't identify as bisexual. He, does, he identifies as sexually fluid. Oh, I actually read in an article where he, where he actually said in an interview, I'm bisexual. I read that he's sexually fluid and gender fluid. Okay. But, I think that's the term he uses yeah, now because yeah. it has a new phrase, but yeah. he actually said I'm bisexual. But, here, but I think he's, he comes across to me as very gay. Does he not to you? Like when he's laying across the table with his legs crossed about this thing, I enjoy being a girl. So I haven't finished watching the episode because it was boring, but. Uh, that's what I mean. But it was in the first second when he introduced himself. Uh, what I was saying, what I was going to say is. Uh, I've been reading the Reddits about it and stuff like that, and people are really annoyed because there's a feeling that... I can't a... navigate Reddit to save my fucking life. Sorry, go on. Well, I'm just I'm just talking about, like, and I don't like different pronouns. Get off my lawn! But um, That might be true. Yeah. So... And we're talking about Golden Girls. So... Um, <laughs> they were progressives also. Uh, Joey is wearing a beautiful flowy caftan, I will say. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, oh, so the, the, on Reddit, they're very like, there's a, a big, almost like backlash against them because they felt like, and look, no one can, it's, it's funny how people can, don't ever tell someone how they are, but they're going to tell Nico Tortorella how he is, which is that how is they he? felt as a white cis male he was sort of just pissing his privilege all over the place by like, I'm gender fluid. And this and then they just thought he was very extra, which I will oh, say from I, what I've I seen, he, he seemed very, very extra. And just I, I, that's why I would never go to those sites. And that's why I say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of you. I've had it. Let's just finish this. I think you'd fit in with all of those sites. Uh, no, I, I hate, I hate our world right now. I hate our world. I hate that that there are problems that are massively bigger, and we're flipping out about stupid shit like this. Mm-hmm. I'll teach you how to use Reddit later if you want. <laughs> I think I I think I might put a gun in my mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That went to a dark place. It is a dark place because people have their priorities are all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I've been paying way too close to political things, and people still wah wah crying, and they don't realize when Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, you might as well like give up mm-hmm. if we don't have a Democrat in office. Yeah, uh, like, and I'm not even—that's not even being like, oh, ha ha ha, joking. That's me being very serious. Sorry, go on. So. Um, real quick, getting back to this episode, I, in the past have, I guess I would call it like one night stand pillow talk, Mm -hmm. kind of like after hooking up with somebody I've asked, (laughs) what, what would happen if I died right now? Like, who would you call? Like if I'm in your place, like who would you call to get me out of here? I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird question. But I I think, do you think Mike's asking that? Cause he actually means... When I kill you, who should I call? No, like, if if we're in my place, I'll be like, would you, like, go talk to my roommates or would you call 911? Mm-hmm. Like, I just ask those kind of questions. Well, if it was in your place, I would just leave. If I was a one-night stand, I would just leave and be like, especially if you have a roommate. But you're dead. And- 
all over this place. Yeah, but it, but here's the, okay. But here's the thing: you have to understand the difference. The difference is: did you die from like a stab wound to the head, or if you died from a heart attack, or like let's say you went into like shock from diabetes, and, and like I woke up and you were dead next to me, and you were dead. No, I would just leave because like I don't know. I Could you be it. possibly? On the hook for a crime? If no, I what if I wasn't then? What if you just aren't a doctor? And but you, you know, my response would be, I'd been like, podcasts. dude, it was a one night stand hookup. Once I thought he was asleep, I grabbed my clothes and I left. Nobody's yeah. going to go after you for that. Well, they wouldn't though. Think about it. Like, how many times? Okay, show of hands. Yeah. In our one night stands at somebody else's place, how many times have you grabbed your clothes once you're able to sneak out of the room? Look, grab them and no. crawl out. Lawson's with Lawson's one night stands. They grab his clothes and take off. They right. Okay, but there's a good point though. The guy who took his underwear. You know, they they creep people. I mean, how many TV shows has that been like a ongoing gag of somebody looking for their clothes and they sneak out in the middle of the night? Or they sneak yeah. out in the morning for somebody wakes up. Nope, I would leave you. But like the question is really, what do you do with you if you're left behind? Like, you know, back in the days when we didn't carry around as much stuff or like have our phones. What I don't understand the yeah. question. What? What but would I, I do? I'm ta- I'm taking your same question. Yeah. But like let's say you went to some guy's house. Yeah, and you died, and that is a good question for them. What would they do with you now? Now at least you have your cell phone, or you probably have a license. But back when I was younger, how many times was I out without like an ID or a phone or anything? You know, they wouldn't know who I am. They don't even know I gave them the right name. Would you ever bring someone home to your house, Joe Batanz, right now? No. I wouldn't even bring friends over. What are you talking about? <laughs> because, A, they would break the quarantine. So, I mean, that's the well, yeah, yeah, yeah. issue. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, my mom, <laughs> yesterday the pest control guy came over to spray outside. That poor son of a bitch. And my mom was like, I was about to go take out. My mom's like, no, no, the pest man is here. And I was like, and? No, Joey, please don't. Please don't go outside. Don't go outside. Don't go outside. And in fact, they waited like half an hour to an hour after he left before they went outside. Well, look, I actually, is super hot, by the way. I right? want to just say that I actually respect mm-hmm. that they are taking such a a positive, such a good um, that they're taking it seriously. I respect mm-hmm. that a lot. Sure. And what I've also realized, my loves, is this is what happens when we don't get to talk to each other for four days. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow will be so, like, all right, let's do the episode. Okay, we're yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jermaine Fowler is not bad looking, but he's your type, not mine. What about I actually wasn't sorry to bother you, which was great. What about Jordan Connor? I find Jordan Connor to be cute. He's he's half and Asian, I, I think. Looks like he he's Asian. not my type at all. I find oh, him to be really? very cute. I like his personality as a gay brother and sister, and I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. He was, but too, my but, he was but too my tall thing, for an Asian man for me. My issue with this, to be quite honest with you, is yeah. while it's, I think it's always funny to put haha straight guys in drag and it's funny. Mm-hmm. Why would you like? I'd be much more interested in the show if I like got out like the gays. Yeah. You know, like even if you were like, let's go be celebrity and you went Ben Platt. You know what I mean? But let's isn't, do, that, isn't that what the new HBO show is? I don't know. Where, HBO show is getting rave reviews called Weird Hair. Uh, it's with, um, uh, Shangela, Nina West, and no, not Nina West. Oh, is Nina West in it? But I know Eureka's in it. It's Shangela and somebody else will tell me who's in. It. Maybe, but I say Bob bring the out the gay queens. actors. Oh, the like I would like like Ben Platt, Matt Boomer, and and uh, Sean Neil even Patrick fucking Sean. Yeah, well, Neil Patrick's hair is too big. Probably his husband, David. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. I want bring out the gays and let's key key. That's part of the fun part of, of Drag Race. Is yeah. Gays being around other gays and showing them out of drag into makeup. You know, there was a there was a whole God. I know this is not Golden Girls, but it still is interesting. There was a whole thing that Raven was talking about, which I I was put on makeup at my house the other night. I'm jumping through stories. I was put on makeup at my house the other night, and I'm looking in the mail, and Kevin walked by as I'm like sitting there working, and I have like a full face on, and he makes nothing of it. And I think 14 years ago, 13 years ago, I remember when we first started dating that nobody was allowed to tell him that I ever did drag ever. 
And I remember being at, at one of the first parties we had at the old apartment and we had people over and somebody mentioned that I used to be Miss Gay Buffalo and I took them out like in their house. I'm like, Luke, can I, can you come over here? I need your help. And I'm like, we don't talk about that. We don't mention that. We don't say anything in front of Kevin. You got it. Because back in the day, like nobody ever felt comfortable dating a drag queen. And, and it was just a taboo thing. Like, I mean, how many people were like, Oh, I really like you, but you do drag and that's weird. I mean, that was a very common thing. And it was funny because Raven was talking about it, saying that doing RuPaul's drag race and because RuPaul's drag race shows the guys out of drag and shows both sides of them is one of the reasons that that stigma doesn't exist as much anymore. Thank you. You're welcome. To it has it. normalized it. You're right. Uh, Mainstreamed. Yeah. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. That's the key key that I like that, that I would really prefer to watch rather than watch three straight guys going, where do you put your dick? Yeah. <laughs> Here's my question. Uh, let's say Raven woke up next to a guy and he was dead. What do you think she would say there, Joey? Uh, I'm trying to get back to Golden Girls. What would I have such a fear of police that I would call the police? And what I mean is, like, I would have a fear of leaving and walking away from the crime because then to me it makes it seem like I'm guilty. Yes, that's my my thing too. Is like I would immediately call the cops. So then, I mean, that's what oh. an innocent person does. <laughs> I more than likely I would call the cops. That's not, I'm not. I actually I, I I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was really what we were asking. Wait, you'd call the cops and leave, or you would call the cops? No, 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 no. Like if somebody had a heart attack or there's something wrong or they turned into an ice cube next to me, I would call an ambulance immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. You don't know that they're dead either, right? Like, I think we're talking and we're saying, like, they are certainly dead. But, like, in the moment, you wouldn't know for sure. Like, what if there's, like, Well, usually if they're cold and rigor has set in, if they're cold and rigor has set in, it's pretty. Dr. Boo Hecker. No, 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 no. But having been by dead people and knowing how quickly the body. (laughs) No, no, no. When have you? Can I ask if either of you been by somebody who who has died or watched no. or been with somebody when they died? No, I worked in fa- a place where we would keep them around for a, a long time, and some of them were dead. Okay, but see, my father's fiance uh, had died, and she was in the emergency room when it happened. And I literally got there within twenty minutes of her passing, and within an hour because they couldn't take out, they couldn't do anything until they had a coroner come. They couldn't all, they couldn't do anything. They had to bring her the way she was in the mirror room. Couldn't do anything within that hour. Her body began to be rigid. It was ice cold and it actually started turning blue. Like from the back of your neck, it starts, your body starts cooling off. And it's it. If you were next to somebody who was dead after an hour, after two hours, you'd know it. Is what I'm saying. Like, there's it, the the eyes kind of stay open, the mouth opens up. You you can tell when somebody's dead. Is my point. Okay. So, like, you know, I mean. So references a, uh, they make a reference to Herb Elpert and the Tijuana Brass. Uh, they were. I knew that one. Yeah. What's that one called? Spanish Fly. That's what I'm playing. That's the most well known one. Yeah. Do you think that's because of The Simpsons? I feel like I've For known generation. it. Maybe, maybe. And certainly, Simpsons is you know was always on when I was a kid, so it's like possible, it feels but... like a Muppet sketch too. Oh, to me, it sounds like a 1960s ga- uh, dating show or game show. Oh yeah, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I mean, the reference in the episode was that it was elevator music, and so you could kind of or no hold music. You yeah. could kind of see this being All like right. the. One moment, please. Yeah. I used to, anytime I got a technical issue with Cocktails and Creepos on the live stream, I'd put this on. Let's try this, yeah. actually. Mike, just say hello. Hello. Hi, I have tickets for Hamilton, and I was wondering if. Oh, uh... Uh, yeah, let me get you to that department. One moment, please. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Your call is very important to us. Yeah. Please stay okay, on let, the line. Let me try now. Nine one one emergency. How can oh. we help you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's this dead guy in my bed, and my friend Boo Hecker told me to just leave. But one I moment, like please. Least... One moment, please. We're very busy with the cor- with the corona. Thanks. 
all of our operators. Your call is very important to us. <laughs> if you have a dead person due to some <laughs> pandemic virus, press 1. For all other reasons, press 2 or wait on hold. Okay, can you be 911 again, Joey? 911 emergency. How can I help you? Hi, the pest control man came out here and I walked outside five minutes after he was there. <laughs> There's a man in a mask. No, no. You're being funny, Joey. My parents were so mad because my parents are in the corner. So you can see people walking, you know, on the street and whatnot. And they're like, we're going to call the police. The people were walking by with no mask on. They're like two dogs who sit at the window and bark yes. at everybody who goes by, right? Yes. Yes. That's exactly what they're like. Um, have they did like yours? Yours are the family is like, well, it's time. I've been saving those those Tide Pods. We're all going to eat them to get better. <laughs> Uh, no, they think that's ridiculous. Now, the, this is a there's only one that was a really the only really big reference in the show. There, there is a brief reference, though. This is one of those classic you get the joke without the references. When Blanche tells a story about how a sister got pregnant and then by her husband, her sister's husband, and they think it's her, and she realized she's talking about a soap opera. And just to clarify, Dallas Dynasty, Falcon Crest, and Knott's Landing were all nighttime soap, primetime soap operas at the time. Yeah, they said, I think they said, they said, they put two of them together. Yeah, they put, they like, said, uh, Falcon's Landing or something? Falcon's or? Landing, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, but this is a brief one. Uh, the guest star, the woman that played uh, the wife of Al Beatty, her name is Patricia Morrill. She was a, a, a character actress, a working character actress, all the way till she died in 1994. Doesn't she look like you would have seen her like a thousand yes. things? She just had this great, just power of her. Yeah, but she was good. She was a good actress. Too. She was. She was a good nice, actress. nice house, by the way. Nice house, and she had that uh, that Mid Atlantic accent that was very common in like the 40s. That like. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not British, but it's not. It's like this weird accent that the studios made up. The studios made up that. Uh, it's it's what I it's it's what I try to do do with Betsy. Yeah, is that it was meant to be that idea that it's not. It sounds a little it sounds a little off, but it sounds different. You know, my friend Chris has it, but he has it because uh, he's American, born and raised in New York. But when he was about twelve. His parents in the boarding school in England. He went the finished up, you know, quote unquote school there, and then went to college sure. there. So he was like for ten years of his important years of his life, he was in England. So he had like this weird, not quite British, not quite American accent. It's very- when I was in theater school, I don't know why I call it that, but when I was in theater school, it was a clown call. Um, they very much worked on. Tra- and now, mind you, the more that I'm home, or the more that I'm in Western New York, and the more that I'm around other people. It slips back. I noticed the hard R's, which make me crazy. Um, but they used to, they were trying to teach us a a standard what they called a standard Middle Atlantic American accent, just to try and neutralize your voice. Not as high end as that one, but they were trying just to neutralize all of us. Yeah, it was completely made up. It was because they wanted to have some sort of sophistication. And you know who uh, genuinely had it was Franklin Roosevelt. I think the accent was, that they trained yes. in the studios was based yeah. on Franklin Roosevelt. But the the goal was not to go that far, but to make more of a standard neutral American. Yeah. So you would be less nasal. There'd be less R's. Like in in Western New York, people tend to say, um, come to our house, mm-hmm. A-R-E, as opposed to O-U-R, our house. Come to our house. Or instead of a creek, they'll say crick. Yeah. Well, Lucille, if you listen to the old Lucille Ball, Catherine Hepburn, Betty Davis, they all have it. They were trained oh, in the sure. studio system. They were sure. trained to talk like that. So that's why they always have that, oh, you know, like, it's wonderful. They don't say wonderful. They say wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Did you all ever notice, and this is something in this last thing, because it's based on accents. I've noticed that no matter what state I'm in, usually in the north, usually any northeastern to north central states, mm-hmm. that any time you're in, the, in, in a normal area, I don't want to say wealthy, I'll say educated area or big cities, people speak normal. But why is it that every podunk, like, I'm going to say red... I'm going to say uh, white trash um, or lower income area. They all talk like this. Can anybody explain that to me? Do you guys have that issue like in your states because you're already in the South in a sense? But like, it's literally, there's, that you, like, there's a place 15 minutes from be, You were trying to be so cautious with language. So you were like, have you noticed how I'll call it educated versus the poor? Like you went there. 
Uh, well, I, I think that sometimes they're synonymous, but the point that I kind of yeah. wanted to make is it's not, it's not people who are black or, or, or Latin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really poor, uneducated white Trump voters. But have you noticed that even in Northern states like New York, we're, we're way above the Mason Dixon line, but in the really shit, like the really poor, like dumb people tend to talk like this. Can anybody explain that to me? And do you see that in your states at all or no? I feel, you know, I feel if you go to like Central California and stuff like that, but maybe it's because they uh, they watch, you know, Hee Haw and those stations and they pick up the accent from there. What I don't understand Dumb is, has an accent. But wait, hold on for a second. Hold on before you say that because – so I know somebody who is literally – but he lives in California now, but not for that long – from the same neighborhood as Adam Burns. My friend – has maybe the slightest, if you listen for it, like, draw, where I feel like Adam Burns is like he's from Petticoat Junction. No, wait, there's a difference, so let me actually clarify that, yeah, and this sure. is not me backtracking. There is a difference. There is the uneducated accent, where they all sound like, like this, or like that, all right? Like, we're, we're going to reopen business, because it's all right to have our guns, and we're going to re- and this person's literally from 15 minutes away from me in New York State. We need to, we need to open up there are guns here, because it's all right to get, 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 and then there's people who have an actual Southern accent, like Adam or Big Fatty, there's a difference, there's a sing-song to it, as opposed to one person's, there's a different lilt to it. It's not lazy and un, and dumb. The one that, that's like, man, that you see on TV, we need to support our president, we need, we need to march in the streets. They just sound uneducated, like they have never read a book. There's a difference. Do you well, know what I mean? Lawson, I'll, I'll let you handle this one. I just think lazy and dumb are opinions, and it's I mean, to put that on people that you're also calling poor is interesting, and I don't know. It's interesting. No, no, no. Poor, it, what I mean is... Lazy and poor are opinions, though. Like, lazy no, and No, no, no. Uh, the, poor, the poor is not, is not their fault. It's their social yeah, standing. Yeah, good, good, good point. That's a good point. So that's they're poor, I'm, and that's not their fault. Got it. No, no. What I'm trying to say is there's people who it's their sh- social standings, and, that le- and unfortunately, poverty leads to lack of education and even a lack of just common whoever throws the coins to them is who they're running to you know so i love obama at that time and now trump's our savior because he's going to bring down the big guy it's there's many people i feel their ignorance is not their fault it's because of where they came from i think you're circling around a good point or the drain one or the other but you're circling around something and it's like maybe there is kind of like a dialect that it, it accompanies being uneducated, but I don't know that that like when you're hearing that you're also saying that that is you know a lazy or dumb person. But that I don't think uneducated people are uneducated because they're lazy or dumb. And you're getting close to kind of making that point. And that's well, I think I think for some people it absolutely is true. They don't want to go any further than what they know. I, I think I'm sorry. I do stand by that. If you t- and I can see people in my head, but when what I'm saying is okay for some of these people. Who, like, for example, that woman who's famously meme right now, who's screaming out the window about opening up the stuff, screaming at the nurses and that. That is an uneducated person who is dumb. It's dumb because they won't expand their mind or read. They only believe what they what they can see around them that that or somebody told them. That person is an uneducated person. That person's dumb. What else do we got? I think that's it. Uh, Lawson, uh, you know what? It's been great. Thank you for being a friend. Wait, we haven't given it scores. What oh, that's fuck? right. You're going to give it scores. And we have to do next next episode, too. Okay. Uh, how many cheesecakes? What do you, what's your opinion? Uh, oh, no, wait. Who the heck wants me to go first? goes first. Yeah, but I go first. Uh, I'm going to tell you it's a classic Golden Girls episode. No B story. It seems to be like the ones that have no B story. Uh, very funny lines, very funny moments. As Joey told us last episode, Betty White wins the Emmy for Outstanding Performance in a Comedy Series for mm-hmm. this episode. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. Whoa. Yeah. Going to give it an eight. Okay. Uh, Is it me or you? I'll go next because uh, we'll kind of do a weird rotation. I'm uh, looking. I have the benefit of seeing all my other scores kind yeah. of in front of me. I don't know if you guys are looking at the Google Doc, but. I'm kind of comparing this to similarly 
I'm grading it similarly to the triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than Stan's return. It's similar to Guess Who's Coming to the Wedding. I'm giving it a six for wow. me. Mike's a tough grader. I think I am. And I'm giving it an eight. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I just think it has that- drama. It has co- even the, <laughs> even the scene with Patricia Moore where she te- where Betty White tells her like there's a drama, but they're able to put laughs in it. It's well written. It's they're, just they're able to deal with death that nobody can do well. Mm-hmm. Even in real life, people can't deal with death well, and they're able to still make it fun. You know, like <laughs> Ms. Nyland, In a moment, you're going to have to comfort me. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I just lost my husband. I, I I actually think it's very smart, and it's what would you do in that situation? You know, the situation that we just that we talked about was would you call the police if somebody died in your bed, which is kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. But the question is, what if you found out that was somebody else's lover? Yeah. yeah. And and Rose didn't know. So let's pretend we didn't know. Or if we did know, let's say, you know, we talked about last episode about having an affair. Can you imagine having an affair and that person dropping dead in your bed? Then you know that you're that the person's having the affair. And I know before I think Mike said something like it's, you know, it's not my problem and I'm not in the relationship. So, like, if they want to do that, that's their business. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you deal with the fact that now you have to be like, how do you tell that person? Do you send a text? Do you call them? Do you put on yeah. their Facebook? P.S. I think that it would be, died in my bed. I think it would be a really quick, if it wasn't in a sitcom, it would be like, hey, here's the news. And then you would never talk to that person again. And what's interesting is Blanche's character or Dorothy's character, I feel, could handle it really well. For But Rose, of all people to say, I've been sleeping with, the, you know, finds out she was sleeping with a married man to handle it is is such a different level. By the way, mm-hmm. it's funny you say that, Joey Booker. Another weird little inconsistency is they're having a conversation and Dorothy says she abstained from sex after Stan. Yeah, but she, she did. Said, or she had said in another episode she slept with the attorney. Oh yeah, the divorce. No, but the divorce attorney was after he got a divorce because he was married or something. Oh, that was part of the joke. It was like I did eventually sleep with him. Oh, that was kind of the way it was set up. But yeah, it's funny because you could tell again this was an out of order one because you can tell two different things: Sophia's hair, Mm -hmm. and if the vase has returned in the game. Oh, is the vase there? It wasn't in this one, but an earlier episode I knew was out of order because the vase had returned. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's another thing, too. It's so funny. They leave Rose alone. And they're like, if someone breaks in, I'm like, don't you remember a few weeks ago she was afraid? She had a gun. She shot somebody. <laughs> she's so afraid to be alone. Now she's just like, whatever, I'm alone. Uh, I'm fine. La, la, la. Yeah. All right. Well, let's call it a day there. Before we do that, Lawson's going to tell us about the next episode, episode 16. Well, tell us about it, Lawson. Uh, it's called The Truth Will Out. And Rose is apprehensive about a visit from her daughter and granddaughter. Oh, interesting. Whoa, I'm trying to think of which one this is. Rose's daughter and granddaughter. And she's apprehensive about the visit. You know, I don't know this episode. Huh, I haven't look. watched it yet, so. Um, but what us. was the episode where it was... Um, Oh, it was the one where um, where Blanche dates the younger man. That's actually the B story, remember? So I'm wondering if that's yeah. the case here with this. What what's, what's it called again, Lawson? The Truth Will Out. The Truth Will Out. Let me see here. Um, it's so much information to give me for Rose gets a visit from one of her daughters and granddaughter. Rose is prep- preparing her will, which has her in discomfort. Tension ensues when Rose has explained how all of Charlie's investments... Oh, I remember this. Mysteriously appear... I actually remember this episode. Mysteriously appear lower than they should be. I remember being very uncomfortable. Oh, is this the bonds? The bonds that they bought from the St. Olaf bonds instead of the regular bonds? No, this is the one where Rose... I don't know. That might be the case. I just remember Rose to tell the kids that she spent... That Charlie didn't leave as much money as they thought. And they thought she spent it. They thought she spent it. Uh, I think this is the blonde bitchy daughter. Let me tell you, all her daughters are a bit fucking bitchy when we meet them. Of all people, Rose is the sweetest person in the world. Mm-hmm. And her daughters are cunts. Yeah, it seems like none of the kids seem like they were raised by these people. Uh, I think I think Dorothy's kids, if anybody, out of all of them, the ones that make the most sense are Dorothy's kids. Doesn't Blanche have a fat daughter? Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> Who was a model in, in France, and then she comes in, comes in, and she's gained all this weight. 
right. She's not that fat, though, she's right? Not, she's not she's that like fat at all. Hollywood fat. She's well, like, I mean, yeah. she, if, like if I was that size, I wouldn't be happy. Kelly Osborne or something. But Tance might be okay with it. No, 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 no. No, 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 not Kelly Osborne. She is bigger. She's round. Uh, Kelly Clarkson? No, she's... I'm going to find a picture. Kelly Clarkson had some... Went through a time. So, like, if you specify an, a specific era of Clarkson... She was Clarkson, never this maybe? big, but let me just make sure I'm not missing... Oh, you how know what, woman, actually? How about the woman from This Is Us? No, she's smaller than her. Okay. What about the bearded lady from The Greatest Showman? Pretty, uh, smaller than her, but you know what? I take back, but she is... Mama Cat? She is... She is heavy. She's not as heavy as I pictured in my head. Uh, like a oh. current day Oprah? Hold on, I'm sending you a picture. Medea? 1994 Oprah? That's funny. Betsy Carmichael? Little light. Betsy's a little smaller, but she's working daily. Hey, I saw I'm watching this McMillions documentary. I'm not getting into it too deep, but mm-hmm. I just saw this controversy that happened with Betsy Carmichael pulling the wrong number and like releasing the wrong number. Is wait, that going to be a scandal? Was it a controversy? Wait, what happened with Betsy? She pulled the wrong number? No, she said the wrong number. So she had to call back and say like, hey, guys, no, I, I accidentally it, said N35, so have- but I meant N33. No, it was like, the uh, one day I didn't do a video because I do them live, so you can wait, get them. Wait, 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 oh, what a coincidence. I thought you were and, talking about Betsy Carmichael. But here's the thing. I track the whole thing. Nobody's <laughs> even close to it, and it wouldn't affect the outcome of the game. Wait, wait. Why are you dealing with it? Why? I thought Because I manage her estate. Oh. I just sent you a picture. Oh. I don't think she's that big, but she's oh, big. she's not. She's like a skinny Roseanne. Uh, well, well, look. No. The all denim, the all acid wash denim outfit isn't doing her any favors. <laughs> had it ever done anybody any but favors? But do you think maybe it made her look bigger? That's why they had her wear it. No, it yeah. just empty has it off too. It doesn't flow, so it's like a very rigid. And here she is when she comes so back, a couple seasons later. She's like totally thin. Yeah, she is totally thin. And Different this actress, right? This, and she's pregnant in that picture. <laughs> She's so oh skinny, God. she's like inside out. You can't even tell she's pregnant. Yeah, you can. Look at her tummy. No, what I mean is like... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you, 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 if, if you would have told me I wouldn't... I would have look, look, right? And the other, meanwhile, yeah. the other time it looks like she swallowed a canned ham. Which she won from, by the way, Betsy Carmichael's Bingo Palace. That's Rebecca. Anyway, uh, Lawson, thank you so much for being a friend. Thank you. For and being Blue a friend, Joey. Thank, thank you for being a friend of me. Shady Pines, girls. Shady Pines. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M R M I K E L A W S O N. You can find Joey Boohacker on Facebook. Uh, Joey. And last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R. And you can find Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. It's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.